Hey everyone, this episode I have an interview with four amazing students from Modern Brain. They sat down with me after some of their summer classes to talk about their experience in speech and debate, as well as to have a pretty energetic discussion that we'll get into in a future episode. But for now, I'd like to introduce you to Ocean, Chichi, Yu Chao, and Ivy. Each of these students have a different level of experience and a different story with speech and debate. So we're going to get into that. From Modern Brain and Newton's Dark Room, this is We Talk to Walls. First, let's chat with Ocean, who has only competed in about four or so tournaments at this point. For my first tournament, I did spar and poetry. Then um, I realized poetry was like, a for me, it was like, not my thing. So then I started impromptu. And this is something that comes up a lot in speech and debate. You might be competing in an event and maybe you just don't like it anymore, or you're not winning as much as you want to. If that's the case, then you might want to consider changing your event. For Ocean, that meant moving on from poetry. I'm a really competitive person. So then I didn't win anything for poetry in my first tournament. So then I went home and I asked everyone, what, why do you think I didn't win any, uh, why do you think I didn't win anything? And they said, maybe it's because, um, you chose, a uh, not up to your usual standard topic and, um, your poems didn't like really make any sense. So I moved on from poetry because also because I thought poetry was a little outdated and my mom suggested maybe you should do impromptu because she said, I'm really good at making things up on the spot and like improvising. So I went with impromptu and that's like kind of like my strength. As a former impromptu competitor, I gotta say, I think she made a great choice. Now, Ocean is choosing just between two events, moving from poetry to impromptu. But some of the other people here have tried many different events, like Yu Xiao. I've done poetry, declamation, impromptu, oratory, HI. I'm planning on trying info, and I've done storytelling. So I've just tried a lot of stuff. With all of these different events, that means Yu Xiao has really been able to identify what it is she likes about the activity. What I really like from the audience is attention, and I really like applause and laughter. I don't want anything like disgust, like the audience being disgusted with my speech, but I do like positive attention. So I think the events that work most for me is something that I enjoy and something that my audience can give me a positive feedback with. So if my audience is laughing when I'm doing my HI, that actually gives me a boost. And I find out like the best way to get positive attention from your audience or actually make people laugh is to do something funny or something that rehearsed. And you can't just be stand-up comedy. I'm not very good at that. So I decided to go with HI mainly because I like the attention. Ivy, on the other hand, knew exactly what event she wanted to compete in. Or at least she thought she did. My journey started from overall debate, and I never really had such a very leading interest towards speech. So um, doing debate was like possibly like my, my only world so far. Like I wasn't that open-minded to doing anything else but debate. But the more she competed, the more she realized that maybe there are other events out there that better play to her strengths and interests. And moving forward, I realized that from the start, I'm just 
I mean, not to flex, but like naturally I'm a funny person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like not yeah. to flex, I'm just saying. But like, um, I also, um, like I said, I've done theater a lot. Yeah, I'm a theater kid. Okay. And then uh, I love performing and I love, um, like they said, I love making people laugh. I love seeing the emotions of people like laughter and applause or anything along those lines, or maybe just even like a face of like, dang, that's pretty cool. Like, I really want to see that throughout the crowds of people and doing debate isn't really like it don't doesn't really give you that. Like you, Xiao, Ivy is moving more towards the speech side of things with humorous interpretation and dramatic interpretation. Trying all these different events is a core piece to her approach. Trying a lot of things is also a very, um, a very keen way to find out exactly what you want to do. And um, as they've all stated, like perform off of what your personality wants, perform on if you want to do it or if you're happy doing it. And I agree with all those statements because they are all true because I've been through all of them myself. So um, performing and doing things that I like and what I think will be successful for me is something that um, I've been doing. Everybody's speech and debate journey is a little different. And for our next student, Chi-Chi, that difference isn't just what event you're running, but what country you're competing in. That's because she used to live and compete in China. For China, I feel like at my school, the speech and debate community there is not as well developed as it is in modern brain. Like, because our school is relatively new, so it's just like a bunch of kids who just go to tournaments to win stuff. But it's not really like here in Modern Brain where everyone has like, the atmosphere is really nice and everyone supports and encourages each other. And they're all like really, really good at what they do. And so that's the main kind of difference that I noticed between China and America, at least for me, is like the speech and debate community, the differences between um, the speech and debate community in China and also the one in America, yeah. Wherever she's competing, Chi Chi is always looking to pick up new skills and events that she can take with her to make her a better competitor. I think in China, the main kind of tournament event that I go to is public forum. So like in this summer vacation, I'm going to a few public forum classes here on Modern Brain. And I think that it would really help me because I really see a difference in the teachers here and in China, mostly uh, because the teachers here do have more experience and they're also more committed to teaching their students. And so I'm really looking forward to learning more about public forum and hopefully I can bring some of those like new skills and like working with uh, talented, like really good people. And I hope that I can bring some of that into China and hopefully win some tournaments, yeah. Right now, we're in the summer, in between major tournaments, and many of the students are thinking about what their next steps are. What are their goals for the next year? Let's start with Ocean. So my goals, I'd say, for debate is to just don't fall into other people's traps like red herrings and straw mans and stuff. But for speech, I have a more specific goal. It's just to like, because when I talk, in speech now it's just some people get bored of it i guess and i can tell they're not really listening so um i'd say have more confidence in myself and make myself more like animated chi chi seems to be on the other side of this goal where after going through speech and debate she feels like a more confident person than she was before i think speech and debate is something that i can definitely see myself seeing too because like in third grade like before i came to modern brain i was like so introverted like in class i would not even i wasn't even like brave enough to raise my hand to answer a question 
but like speech and debate definitely helped me overcome some of that like those issues with like uh interacting with other people and like social skills and stuff like that and i think speech really helped me bring out some of like the confidence that i had and so it's definitely something i, I could see myself still doing in the future for you xiao this isn't just an activity for now but potentially an entire career um i love speech and debate for a matter of reasons the first one being, I mean, I just really want to take this for a scholarship. So my ideal career choice would be a lawyer because I love how lawyers argue and lawyers get to talk all day and people listen and they get money for talking and arguing. For Ivy, speech and debate has been a wholly positive experience. Speech and debate, there's no like drawbacks. Like it's going to help you in the future. You're going to um, you're going to be able to argue logically, like they said, and you get to you have great public speaking skills. It's just something that can aid you in your life aspect, not only to carry you to a future job. But it's not just careers and character development. I don't think these kids would be as passionate about speech and debate if it was. There's one other crucial element that makes it all worth it. It's really fun. Like, it's really, really fun. Like, of course, meeting people on the way and um, making your audience laugh, connecting with your audience. And not only that, but like the trophies, like, hello, of course I want to win. Like, I want to see like, giant trophies in my room be like, show off. Like, yeah, I want that. These students have been in the thick of it, growing, adapting, trying new things, finding what works well, earning trophies and having fun while doing it. Just as we were wrapping up our interview, John Llewellyn decided to ask one final question. Yeah, so I, that's I, like I, I, just for me randomly to, to jump in here, and I have a, a weird question for you, for everyone here. Um, if you were trying to convince someone to um, to join speech and debate who is a sports enthusiast, what would you say? And that set off a whole other discussion that we're going to explore next time on We Talk to Walls. Do your kids want to try speech and debate? Modern Brain offers both in-person and online classes for all ages and experience levels. To learn more about how to get involved, visit modernbrain.com. We Talk to Walls is a production of Newton's Dark Room. It was written and produced by yours truly, Talon Stradley. The artwork is by my wonderful wife, Rain Stradley. The music for this episode was provided by musicvine.com. Special thanks to John Llewellyn and Modern Brain for making this podcast possible. If you like this show, you might enjoy my other podcasts. Visit newtonsdarkroom.com for more. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.